Welcome to the Find Your Voice, Change Your Life podcast with psychologist Dr. Doreen Downing. Listen in as Doreen interviews people who felt they didn't have a voice or who suffered extreme speaking anxiety. You'll hear stories about how they struggled to speak up, what they did to find their authentic voice, and the confidence they now feel to speak up and make an impact. If you want to get started right away to find your voice, download Doreen's free 7-step guide to fearless speaking at Doreen7steps.com. And now, here is Doreen. Hi, I'm Dr. Doreen Downing, and this is the podcast, Find Your Voice, Change Your Life. And I get to speak to people who are curious and want to explore what it means to have a voice, not only for themselves, but many times it seems people are in professions or in uh, the health and care or the realm of supporting others, finding their voice. And today that's who I get to meet is somebody who not only is curious for himself, but how to use our voice in a way that we wake up other people to what is possible for them. So hello, Peleg. Hello, Doreen. So good to be here. Wonderful. Let me tell the audience a little bit about you. Uh, you come from New, uh, Santa Fe, and that's in New Mexico, and you call it, well, we all know it's called the Land of Enchantment. Oh, that makes me take a breath right now, just imagining enchantment. I love that word. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty magical. <laughs> yes. Well, you're the founder of Creative High Growth Method, and it's a soul awakening process that helps people at a crossroad find their purpose and authentic voice. You're speaking my language here. <laughs> yeah. Peleg wears many creative hats. He is a trained spiritual director, an entrepreneur, an artist, a trained chef, a graphic designer, and a recovering overachiever. That's a lot under your belt. A lot of life you've <laughs> lived and a lot of, it sounds like a lot of learning that you bring to uh, what you do with folks. And I, because we want to start at least with your own personal journey, it's not what our podcast sounds like today that you want to really go into. And that's not what the story is, but let's do uh, talk first, because I know that you've uh, shared some things with me about you early on finding your voice and what might've been the struggle for you. So please, if we could start there. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Doreen. You know, I've been thinking a lot about that term, finding your voice and what I'm becoming more and more convinced is that it's not really about finding. I mean, that voice has never really wasn't really lost. It's more about remembering. Uh-huh. It's more about remembering who we really are, because at some point, and and I I find this to be a very common human experience. At some point, we we tend to let our authentic voice. Um, fall asleep. We tend to forget who, who we really are. I mean, think about us as as kids. We know who we are. We we have a voice. We we're not afraid to use it, especially um, in creative ways. And as we uh, as we mature, as we age, thanks to culture, society, parents, religion, you name it, uh, we begin to hide ourselves, hide our true self. We have a voice and we express ourselves in the world, 
but it's not the voice that comes from our soul, right? And ultimately, the soul lives in the voice. So unless we are really connected to the part of ourselves and our soul, uh, we'll we'll move through the world feeling incomplete, feeling that there's something missing here. And I went through a very similar experience as well. Um, you know, my, my voice uh, was really kind of shut down uh, growing up early age, early ages. I grew up uh, in uh, Tel Aviv in uh, in Israel, um, and I was bullied quite often as a kid. And you know, speaking in front of people and and, and sharing my voice was really never an issue. But the message that I received from the outside world was that, you know, shut up. We don't want to hear what you have to say. And that created a belief system in me that I don't matter, that I don't have anything to say. And even though I want to say something, I really did know how because of that. I had a belief that nobody really wants to hear what I have to say. So there's that. uh, I just want to dive in here because what you said, where you started was, we have this already, what our gift, our, our voice, our soul, that's what we arrive here with. And then we have, exactly. you know, we have this uh, opportunity to speak up and speak out. And you said you were bullied. What, before you had that belief, what would you say was that, that magnificent you that had that uh, expression naturally? What, what was that before, before you had to go hide? <laughs> I would call it love, oh. pure joy, uh-huh. pure, pure love. <laughs> yes, we we all arrive with that, you know. Uh-huh. And you know what I found, what I've discovered after doing a, many years of my own inner work, all the inner work that I ultimately ha- have done has led me to the place that I started from. It led me back home to me. Oh yes, uh-huh. and 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 that's a very sacred space for me right now. And I've I've learned to protect it. I've learned to nourish it. I've learned to uh, grow it, and to um, to walk through the world with this belief that I do matter, and that what I have to say it may not be for everyone, but I'm not going to be afraid to say it and to express myself and who who I really am and what I believe mm-hmm. and what I do want to teach others. So. Um, that uh, that that bullying was really a way of life for me, and uh, you know, throughout my early teenage years, uh, the more I was bullied, the more I hid, the more I I, I uh, uh, went inside. Right now, I'm also you know I'm very much an, an extrovert, so it's not like I became this you know wallflower and <laughs> you know didn't speak at all. No, I I managed to to create a life and to build a career and all of that, right? And there was this part of me that that was almost an act, you know, in order to, to survive in the world, I have to put this act on to so I can be liked, so I can uh, uh, um, mm-hmm. feel like I'm valued in the world. Um, but there comes a point where that, that act be, just becomes exhausting. And we know that there's something something more authentic, something deeper in us that we may not have access to it at the moment, but we know it's there. And I, and I find that people, when people knock on my door and say, Hey, I, I, I'm looking to find my voice. Yes. I always remember that it's has not been lost. 
Oh, I love that. I love that you are standing up for that uh, point of view today and resonating out to the audience to this message that it's it's uh, it's always been with you. It's just uh, how do we now tap into it? But before I go there, I want to ask if you could just get a little more personal. What? Why did they bully you? Um, I'm I'm a gay man, and um, I I was it as a kid. very feminine and being a very feminine boy in a very masculine uh, um, aggressive culture as israel was in the in the early 70s um that was a lethal combination you know? oh, so yeah um the Ooh. problem was that the uh, the problem that i had was that at some point i began to believe the bullies uh-huh. and began to make yeah. it my truth yeah that's what our brain does. Yeah. yeah. And it took me, you know, years and years of, of, of therapy and coaching to ultimately um, let that go, change that belief system, um, get in touch with my true essence, but also learn to love, love myself enough to be, to be able to speak from that voice. Yes. And what you just said, too, it's not just a, a wake up one day and you've uh, finally expressed yourself more fully. It's a journey, a process. A process. And however, what I love about what you're saying is there's a, there must have been some sense of uh, calling because now you're in the world you know, speaking up and telling people, well, you're teaching, not only telling, <laughs> yeah, yeah, teaching people and leading groups and, you know, guiding people to uh, who are on a journey, a personal journey to find their voice. Yeah. It's a personal journey to come back home, <gasps> to come back home to who they really are. And when we begin to have access to that part of ourselves, when we, begin, when we begin to remember that part of ourselves and nourish that part of ourselves, um, that's that's the beginning of the of the transformation. Right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 quite a, a, a sacred process that not everybody is willing to go on because it takes it takes a lot of work and we we have to face a lot of dragons along the way and learn how to you know tame our inner critic we learn learn how to recognize which part is my ego and which part is my essence begin to learn to discern that so it's that to me is the essence of of being a spiritual person in the world and i think that is one thing that all of us are seeking who call ourselves spiritual people ultimately we're seeking to know ourselves better to have a connection to 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 our heart and to divine energy that is always there, and we have a vessel to access it. So it takes work, and it takes hard work. Yes, I and so so understand. It, and then yeah, there's, I'm there's, sure you you facilitate similar processes for for people as well. You know, you're right. But I'm thinking about my own the beginning of my own journey. One of the beginnings was meeting somebody when I was at San Francisco State, and she had a program called Getting Clear, and it was actually called a stress reduction program. But uh, 
it was actually so much deeper and I heard her. And today I feel like I'm giving people an opportunity to hear you, that you will wake up people. You, They will say yes to you and find you and follow you. And what I did with her, obviously, uh, she was doing much more than a stress reduction program. And we went to lunch and I said, ah. I want to know what you know. And she said, I'll teach you everything I know. And so finding a teacher or finding somebody that you go, yeah. oh, I want I want more of what she's having. <laughs> and so who yeah. was that for you? Who, who, were, who were some of the early? Hmm. I can think of a few teachers that showed up along the way that um, really helped wake me up and 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 teach me a new set of tools that I didn't have before to support myself. And uh, I'm a firm believer that when the student is ready, the teacher will show up. And that's kind of the, the process that I, that my life has, has gone through. The, the teachers just showed up at the right time when I was actually ready and ripe enough to do the work. Right. And I've learned to pay attention when I meet someone who has something that I want, just like you said, I won't want, I want what she's got, right? I, I want what they have. I don't know why, but I'm listening to that voice and I'm going to, I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to begin to, to study and apprentice and learn and integrate all of the learning and the tools that I've received from, from each one of these teachers into something that is new and and uh, different and uh, more in line with who I am as a teacher rather than repeating other people's work it's really it's about integrating the wisdom and the knowledge and the tools yes. and putting them through my own creativity my own creative process to create something that hasn't been offered before that can support other people in this very similar journey that I've been through only took me 20 years <laughs> and you know, the, the process that I've developed takes a hundred days. So that's, that's really the difference in, in uh, the intensity of the work. Oh, I want to hear about this process, but first I just want to tell people who are listening, who aren't able to watch you, that your gestures are about you, you brought your hands down into the it kind of into your belly and your heart, and then you brought the hands up as if there's, you know, reaching down and bringing up into the world more of what's inside of yourself. So I just uh, wanted to note that uh, I saw physically the embodiment of what you're talking about. Thank you. I appreciate you noticing that. <laughs> yes. And I'm thinking that you are on my program because I am drawn to what you're talking about today. Yes, there's techniques, there's Toastmasters, there's how do people how do people get through anxiety and be more free to speak. But I, you are somebody that I am drawn to because it is a deeper dive into who we truly are and at our deepest level and why we're even here in this world at this moment. So in a way. You're, you're somebody that I'm drawn to. 
I just want to say that also. So everybody hears that Doreen knows a lot, but she still has a, a lot to be able to stand up and say, it is work, folks. It's not just a technique. Look at somebody yep. in the eye. Okay. <laughs> it's way more than vocal variety. Let's say it's if you really want to truly find your voice and some of the, that's our conversation today. Yeah, the true voice inside, it's work. So yeah. if you want to go on that inner journey, we've got teachers. So tell us, tell us, Peg, yeah. like creative high growth method. And you said it was 100 days. So talk about that. If if you want to start talking more about what you offer or. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, it's it's quite a, um, you know, it's, it's, quite a, it's quite a new process that was created uh, three years ago. Um and uh, the big idea was, I, I believe in intensity, change, transformation and change uh, through intensity, in, intense, uh, an intense process that kind of uh, uh, doesn't give us enough time to recover, but keeps keeps breaking down walls. And, and that's really what this process is about. And I've, I've done my own, uh, my own experiments on myself, taking, you know, making a decision or changing a habit or um, pay, paying attention to something in my life for a hundred days in a row, and I've seen the power that that has. I've seen the change that can happen from that. So something about the idea of creating a a journey that takes a hundred days um, was um, the initial idea. And honestly, the creating the course was a very intuitive process. Um, and the big idea is that we have a hundred sessions in a hundred days. And during those 100s and in a row, right? So there's there's no days off. We are we are working. Uh, now I teach this this course in a uh, with uh, in a cohort. It's a cohort based course. So uh, we've just uh, completed a uh, um, the class of twenty of twenty two just graduated, and um, there's incredible power and magic in a group of people doing this work together. Um, but the intensity of the work is is a big key to its uh, to its success of, of the process. the The method is really based on on, on two things: uh, deep inquiry and creative self expression. So every day inside of this process, we do exactly just that. Um, and along the way, uh, I teach tools tools that will stay with you for the rest of your life. Tools that you can use to Help yourself get back in alignment with your authentic self, because we, as much work as we can do in ourselves, and I know you can relate to this, <laughs> both of us have done, I think, a lot of work on ourselves, but we keep falling asleep. Yeah. You know, this is just human nature, right? We keep falling back into old habits. We, the, the, the transformation process is, is not just a one-time event. It's an it's an ongoing process, and it has its peaks and its valleys, but it's a continuous process, right? So that um, um, uh, the the tools that I teach in this program um, are really the treasure chest of of what each student gets to walk away with. Now, along the way, they're producing an unbelievable body of work, and art making art is a big part of the healing process because. Making art will bring up our inner critic in the most severe way. And, um, you know, many of my students are creative professionals, accomplished creatives, people who've had creative careers as designers and illustrators and photographers. And 
oftentimes you give them a uh, you know a, a piece of chalk in a blank canvas and there's terror because the inner critic just kicks right in their inner perfectionist immediately kicks in and guess what you we can't we can't actually access our true voice if those voices are still running the show Yes, so that that you, person I you, talked to you about before was an artist, yeah. actually, and she had a program called Growing from a Dot, and the whole idea was making life a work of art, but Growing from a Dot, we had a piece of paper, and we had the, all those little sticky dots, what colors and uh-huh. what sizes, and then it, just the whole idea of choosing to put the dots where on the paper is, yeah. it brings up what yeah. you're, what are other people doing, and is should I do, <laughs> yeah. I understand what you're saying about making choices and where those choices are coming from and what blocks making those authentic choices. Yeah. So in a way, I think to find our authentic voice as we, as, as we call it, Uh to wake up that voice, to remember that voice. Oftentimes we have to go back to our early selves, to our childlike selves and and that's a big part of what my program does through art i take you back to beginning to the beginning to being 6 years old to creating art as a 6 years old mm-hmm. and together during that process of the 100 days there's a creative maturity that begins to happen because we are working on learning to tame that inner critic we are learning to be the masters of that not have the inner critic run us mm-hmm. by the end of that process Every person gets exactly what they need to get. Every person does come home to who they are. They have created a remarkable body of work. They have filled up pages and pages and pages and pages in writing and self-inquiry that they know themselves better now. So to, to be able to use my authentic voice, I need to know who I am first, Right. That they, they they go hand in hand. It's it's you can't not get to know who you really really are, and learn to love that part of yourself before you can actually express yourself authentically. Because otherwise, anything else will not be authentic. You may think it's authentic, but that's that's trickier. Mm-hmm. Well, you had two we, parts. The first one was inquiry and creative expression. So the you're saying getting to know who you are is all about inquiry. And how do you keep that curiosity without the the judge coming in and, and doubting and you know questioning you? Yeah. It's the the quality of inquiry, I think, is what leads you to the deeper creative expression, is what I'm getting from you. Yeah. Yeah, well said. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's been quite a ride. It's been quite a um, uh, a blessing, I have to say, to to witness um, adults, people who are accomplished and successful, and and uh, um, uh, have so much potential and so much to to offer the world, and yet yet there's a disconnection. Mm-hmm. There's a disconnection from soul. And I think I think we know when we're disconnected from that part of ourselves because there is this this longing that exists, mm-hmm. a longing that is nothing else will quench it. Oh, yes, and that longing is uh, is the language that I that I've learned to speak and learned to address, 
and learn to develop the tools to help people satisfy their own longing. Uh-huh. Satisfy, so I just want to say that again, because it's so delicious to say, <laughs> satisfy <laughs> their own longing. And that, I think, uh, resonates out to people who are yearning and longing. Yeah. Yeah, I think oftentimes we the longing, uh, we, we believe that the longing will be satisfied for something outside of ourselves. Mm. You know, the career, the job, the relationship, the money, the yeah. you name it, right? It doesn't. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I think the 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 point where I meet people is after they've really tried with all the conventional ways to get to that place in themselves and they just haven't been able to and they and they are beginning to realize that this is what matters most to me right now for me to feel like i'm having a satisfying life i want to know that i want to know who i am because i keep saying yes and no to things that don't really align with who i really am but they don't because at some point i forgot i forgot who i really am and that is ultimately the, the, the work, is a waking up, a remembering. Yes. And when we begin to remember who we are, we begin to really, really remember. It's very empowering. It's, yes. it's an incredibly powerful space to be. It's like anything's possible from that place, anything. Yeah, I love I love uh, your what you how you just expressed that, and it was just so uh, certain. <laughs> Definitely, the certainty of uh, knowing what you know and uh, teaching what you know, because we're almost out of time. I want to make sure that yeah. people know how to contact you, and it sounds like maybe you have another cohort starting. I don't know what is. Yes, what is? Uh, I teach this process once a year. Uh, in January of every year. Uh, the next one will begin in uh, January of, of 23. The date is not quite set yet, but uh, uh, sometime mid-January. Um, and uh, the enrollment and registration generally opens up in September. Um, I invite people, if anybody's interested in learning more about this process, the creative high growth process, they can check out my website, which is pelegtop.com. Surely have a link somewhere, <laughs> as you always do. And um, and I really do believe that this process and this work um, speaks to the right people. You know, you you know, yeah. People know immediately if it's right for them or not. Um, there's the enrollment process for this. Uh, there there is an application process because I do. There is quite a commitment that I'm asking people to bring to this work. It's 100 days of meeting yourself every day for an hour and a half to two hours, doing this deep in the work, making art every day, meeting with a cohort once a week to have group meetings, having creative adventures on your own. So there's it's an immersive, immersive, immersive experience, and it's not for everyone. But for those who do come into this work, um, I've yet to see one person miss one day out of the 100-day process. And I've yet to see... Um, anybody complete this work and not go on to amazing greater things as a result. So mm-hmm. um, I, I welcome anyone who's uh, who's feeling like they are ready to do the work. Yeah. Well, wonderful. I'm glad that we'll get this out and that uh, 
people will be able to uh, find you and listen to, I think just even listening to you today, it's a new kind of, where is voice? And it's not that uh, it was beaten out of you. It was just, you had to, for some reason you had to hide and that's okay. But it's now we get to remember and we get people like you who say hello in there. Uh (laughs) That's what we're doing. That's what this whole podcast is for me about is hello in there and welcome. Welcome. We are celebrating you. And that's that's what I feel like. I feel today that I've celebrated with you, Peleg. And thank you so much for it. Well, maybe one last uh, thought that seems to pop up in this moment for you before we end. (laughs) Well, I generally end. Well, in my my email signature, I always say, all is full of love. And um, it's kind of like becoming my my go-to statement. And oftentimes, I do believe that all is full of love is just up up for us, up to us, to be able to see it, to be able to connect to it. It's like, what lenses are we looking through so that we can actually see that all is full of love? Are we, are we looking at the world through the lenses of fear and insecurity and self-judgment and um, and overthinking? Well, it's going to be hard for us to see love. It's going to be hard for us to connect to love. So I want to remind people that all is full of love. It's just a matter of where are you looking from? Where are you coming from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for, for this, this time and this opportunity to to uh, be in conversation. Um, I I love the work that you're doing in the world and uh, keep it up. Soldier of love, what I call you. (laughs) Soldier of love. Thank you. Thank you, Pele. Thanks. Thank you for being with us today for this episode of Find Your Voice, Change Your Life. Each person during interviews shares what has helped them find their voice. You can learn from these guests and find your voice so you can be confident to speak up and speak out. And remember to download Doreen's free seven-step guide to fearless speaking at Doreen7steps.com. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll return next time. Until then, goodbye for now.